Well, this morning, my friends, we have a personal trainer on. My name's Dave Sharp, and no, it's not for me to get fitness tips, okay? I know some of you are looking at the dad bod lately thinking, okay, I get it. He's got a personal trainer on, and he's going to let everybody kind of kind of watch uh, as he gets some coaching. Well, I'm always open for coaching, my friends, but this morning, we're going to hear how this personal trainer has learned from us, huh? Has Usually, I'm the one who's learning from a personal trainer, but it's a real honor to have a personal trainer learning from us. Um, and I'm extremely curious to see uh, what she's doing with everything. So Morgan, you're really live now. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me on here. Where are you calling in from? I am from Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. Little, 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 little PA in the house. I was just up yep. there. I, uh, my, my wife wanted to go to, um, Wanted to go to what's the city that the office was filmed in? Scranton. Yes, yes, we went to yeah. Scranton. Now, now it wasn't really filmed there. It wasn't really filmed in Scranton, just for any office fans out there. Um, but they did take for the intro just a couple of pieces of footage, just for the intro. Did you know that? I did not know that. I'm a. I watched the office quite a bit, but I did not know that. <laughs> you thought it was filled right film right there in Scranton. I honestly didn't know where it was filmed. I know it was like in Scranton, but. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So um, what would lead a personal trainer online to a legendary and what were you looking for and did you find it? So the big thing with like being a personal trainer is if you're not training like 24 seven, you're not really making a great amount of income. So for me, like I really enjoy training people and it's something that kind of is a hobby of mine. Like it's fun to see them get results and see them progress with the things that you're putting them through. Just from my personal experience with my own progress, that's what got me into training. I wanted to help people see progress that I was able to also see for myself. Um, but being in the field for like four or five years, I just realized that the amount of income that you get from it is not very sustainable unless you're literally at the gym 24 seven training people back to back to back. And it's just exhausting and you have no life outside of it, basically. So um, I was just looking for other career paths, other streams of income, other streams of just ways to be able to have more, I guess, financial stability and still mm. be able on the side and I had come across honestly a bunch of different TikToks around affiliate marketing and had um, or just like different online income streams and then someone was talking about like a 15-day business challenge and I was like you know what let me just take it see where it goes see what happens and yeah. honestly like what I learned in 15 days just like helped me to realize like this is something too that I can be passionate about and I've had family and friends tell me like this is the most like passionate and most like excited you seem about doing something with your life with this so like I'm only 22 I figured mm -hmm. I just put that out there um so I'm still pretty young and like there's obviously lots of things that I can figure out and need to figure out and do but the fact that like this is something that I'm passionate about and it makes me excited and I've started seeing progress with the affiliate marketing and like doing online type business stuff like that's just how I got started with it and how I came across mm -hmm. it so I yeah. can get very wordy and ramble but <laughs> no I can too you you got nothing on me um so I I love that I love the fact that you um that you that you went into to training, but the grass wasn't particularly greener on that side, you know? And I think that's what so many of us realize when we, when we're young, you're 22, my gosh. I mean, um, my, my wife had a similar experience to her as a, as a co as a college student, you know, she picked a career in social work. <laughs> you know? and it's like, um, yeah, the very fulfilling work, but doesn't really get the bills paid. Um, yeah. And so sim very similar, just a different industry. So um, is that mes message at all? I mean, what are you, how many people do you think are going through that same thing? I mean, how many of your 
of your of your friends? How many people, young people in in America right now, do you think are waking up to the fact that um, maybe this traditional path that everybody's going on, maybe there's another option to that, and maybe some of the options might even be better for me than this whole go to college and do the traditional thing. T talk to us a little bit about what is the chatter going on amongst young people. Yeah, so I have honestly had people reach out to me, even that like I went to high school with, asking like, what the heck is it that you're even doing? Because like I went to college, I picked this career and I got thrown out of college into nothing. Like I didn't have a career right away or like they didn't like the, I guess, degree that they went to school for. Um, so yeah, like the people that have reached out to me, even people that I don't know that are my age, they're like, hey, I'm trying to figure out life. I don't really want to go to college. I don't want to, I know I don't want to sit in a desk for the rest of my life for 40 hours a week, but like, yeah. what are you doing? And there's just like, it's a different world now. And I've had also people older than me, like a lot older than me, like in their 60s, 70s, like saying this is stuff that like when we were younger, we talked about like, I wonder what types of jobs or what types of things years and years from now are going to be available that people don't even have to like go to a specific yeah. college or, or go and yeah. get a degree for, but they can be successful and even more successful than people maybe that have certain degrees in different areas. Yeah. I mean, I was the complete and total life loser. I was the, you know, I was the ultimate high school dropout. It's all carrying over into adulthood for me. You know, I'm 2018 through 24 was my my roughest years. So, you know, that's, you know, I can imagine what I would be thinking about if I was a college student who had my head on straight and I was actually I was actually looking at what was available out there in the world. I mean, I just kind of came to at 24, got clean, went out on the construction site. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> you know, this is hot. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I was like, I got to get out of here. You know, I mean, I was looking at my dad. I was looking at how hard he worked. And I was like, wow, this is this is a lot. Um, and I, I was able to do this. Uh, thankfully, you know, I was able to build a I was able to build a business and build a message even around a lot of my struggles. That's why I always talk about turning my mess into a message. But for somebody who's coming out, who has essentially, um, I think I think for many college students and, and young people nowadays, it's not they have similar pressure on them as I did. Yeah. Um, but it, but it's, but it's, but it's, it's just a different, it's a whole different pressure. And as you said, you got thrown out. I would assume you mean you were talking metaphorically, like you just got, you graduated college and then you were kind of felt like you were dumped on your butt. Like, let, is that what you mean? Is that what you mean by so, that comment? Yeah. That's what I meant in general for like people that I've talked to who have gone to college. I actually did go to college. I went straight. I gotcha. Well, I guess it wouldn't be considered technically college, but I went into um, a sports medicine academy to learn personal training um, and like different muscles and anatomy and all the yeah. kind of stuff, you know, to personal train and then like nutritional um, dietitian guidance. So it was college, but not really. But yeah, essentially, like yeah. you get the you learn, you're just like, okay, go figure it out. And you're like, okay, right. great. Right. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I, I look at a lot of personal trainers who are also in the gym and I think, and I've had personal trainers who have trained me, you know, over the years. And I, I think to myself, like kind of secretly, like, I think, God, you could be making so much more money if you knew what I knew, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> But it's, yeah. it's, I'm not there to educate people. You know what I mean? I don't sit there and, and try to impart my wisdom on everybody. But um, man, I've had a lot of trainers who who over the years, I think, you know, you could at least be and it takes work. I don't want to act like like creating an uh, online content for online isn't work. I mean, it is work. It does take extra time to be able to do that. Um, but I just know that the online fitness information space where you're selling meal plans and you're selling uh, workout 
uh, routines. And, and I mean, there's even, there's even, we all always joke about, you know, how only fans is a huge, you know, income opportunity for people nowadays. Well, guess what? There's a lot of trainers who have only fans and, and Patreons and various different things like that, where they put their workout routines behind a paywall and you pay a subscription, you pay mm-hmm. $10, $20, $100 a month to have access to these things. So, you know, Morgan, there's more than one way nowadays to skin a cat and, and, Everybody, not everybody, but so many people look at legendary when they haven't yet come in from the outside and they go, oh, they're just teaching, you know, that must be an MLM or they're just teaching how to promote legendary. And it's like, well, we can tell that you haven't been trained up when you say things like that. You sort of open your mouth and you remove all of our curiosity about how much, you know, but my, but, but, but also there's so many different places you can take these skills. Have you, I know you're doing some affiliate marketing, I think in the make money online niche, what other ideas, what other things have you either already done or can you see that are possible to monetize what you know, your information or what somebody else knows, you know, through these core four ways that we teach to, to sell information, courses, coaching, events, or being an affiliate. There's so many different niches. There's so many different products is, is, you know, do you see that? And does that excite you now that you're like, holy smokes, I can do this digitally. Yeah, definitely. I haven't done too much in like the field of personal training and online type of stuff, just because honestly, there's like legal non-competes with, um, gyms when you work there. So I still take clients sometimes just sporadically because I enjoy training and I enjoy like, and I've built relationships with my clients. So like yeah. some of the have I've had for a while. So, um, a lot of times what happens with that is it can get very like muddied with like going from being an in-person personal trainer to online, because if the gym finds out about it, there could be a lot of issues with that. Um, yeah, so I, I understand that dove too much into that realm of things but as far as like being able to monetize and do a whole bunch of different things even one thing that I've recently started to do and just started to look into and get like a plan in place for is people like even if you're just telling them like basic knowledge about something like they will pay to learn it if they're truly serious learning it and they're serious about like learning from you, someone who's been successful. So like I am, um, promoting or like, guess creating content around like the make money online niche. And like, I have so many people reaching out to me me that it's almost like, I don't even have the time anymore to respond to everybody in depth and like truly give them the amount of information that they're wanting. And like, I want to be able to do that, but it almost feels like there's not enough time in my life to be able to put as much attention into it. So I've actually started to piece together and plan out a way for people to schedule a video call with me. And if they're truly serious about learning, then they'll pay the 10 bucks that I'm going to charge to learn the startup and learn how they can progress and get started with making money online. And yeah. I'm, I'm promoting, or or offering it as a this will take precedence over the dms not to say i won't still respond to my direct messages but if you're really wanting to learn and you want to basically skip the line then schedule one of these calls with me and i'll hop on first and foremost before anybody else and the dms will come later and you'll just have to wait if you direct messages so i love that i love that and it's a problem problem Uh, (laughs) it's a problem um, you know, it's so interesting, it, you know, uh, we, we always, we think that we think that like getting rich and making money or whatever, like we're going to get to a certain point. It's going to like, our problems are going to go away, but it's like, look, I mean, even success brings new problems. Look, I mean, you're, you're having a hard time keeping up with everybody. I yeah. mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's, we had a gentleman last week, Bill on military man. And he said, look, I, I like challenges when they're my challenges. And some of you just haven't learned to love your challenges enough. You haven't learned to love your challenges enough. And what I just heard was you take a challenge that you had and, and 
and what a beautiful challenge to have. What a beautiful problem. It's like when you when we start to find ourselves complaining about having too many leads, we know we need an attitude adjustment. But that's just, you know, it's very easy for us to complain about things. We get into these modes, right, of like, but what you did was you found a solution for it. You found a solution. You know, you didn't let the 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 comments and the messages overwhelm you from TikTok. Um, you, you said, hey, how can I qualify people more? Because that's ultimately what we need to do when we be, have become the hunted, which is what we promise to teach you how to do. We're, we, we can't promise to teach you how to, you know, how to become a millionaire. That's an income claim. I can't legally promise that. But I can promise that I will teach you how to become the hunted rather than the hunter. And what you just said right there was that exact reality, that manifestation. You, you, you went from hunter to hunted, right? You went, now you're being hunted by people. Mm -hmm. And once we get to a place to where we're being hunted, our job becomes different. We now have to qualify people who are going to use our time. Because I don't want to be responding or on, on calls with people or or even responding to DMs or comments of people who are not qualified, who are not serious buyers, who are not that who are just trolls, right? Mm -hmm. So my job now as a marketer, as somebody even in sales, great salespeople, we qualify people, which means that we give people small tasks, assignments, or or choices like you did. Here's $10. If you want to talk to me, pay the $10. And very quickly out of a hundred people, you realize who the serious ones are. And it's going to be two to five people. And mm -hmm. at first you're going to go, oh man, <laughs> uh, where's, where's the hundred, right? But what you, and at first you're going to feel a tendency, you're going to feel an internal pull to want to go back and to mess with the all hundred people, right? That's why nobody wants to niche down because we're afraid that we're going to leave people out. But when we're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. So instead, what you just did was you did, you gave yourself a professional bump. You gave yourself and your time the, dis, the respect that it deserves by qualifying those people like you did. And now those three to five conversations are probably going to take up more time than you even planned for, right? So it's not like you're not going to have, and guess what? These are the people that want to buy. They mm -hmm. just, they got a question or something. And now guess what you do? Two days later or the next day, you do the same thing. And that's how you build a business is you actually funnel people in. You make it very easy for them to just hit a like button. That's the top of the funnel where it's easy to come in, okay? then as the funnel gets smaller and smaller, we make it more difficult or we qualify them more so they don't waste our time. And that's what I think a lot of our marketers here in our community have not, you know, we, it takes a while to realize that, that I have to, at a certain point, start worrying about people wasting my time. Would you speak to that? I mean, there's got to be a reason. What I just said has to be, whether it was you mapped it out in your head with exactly the same words or thoughts, but was it about you more respecting your time and, and, and also requiring others to respect your time as well? And, and what was this all about qualifying people better so you didn't talk to time wasters? Is what I just went over relevant to the process that you've taken? Did I explain that well in terms of the thought process that you had? Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And like it was basically taken out of my brain and put into words because I honestly was sitting down talking with my dad about just like all this stuff that I'm doing. And I was like so excited that I had all these leads and like all these people that I was getting to talk to and hopefully help out. And he said something that like sparked this idea in my head about like, I always knew time, my time was valuable and like people that are serious will pay for your time to learn from you. But I was just like so excited about getting started with it. And I was like, oh, I have all these people and maybe all these people will like invest in something or be a buyer or whatever. But um, my dad was like, okay, great that you have all those leads and I don't want to put a downer on it. But like, are these people actually going to end up buying or are they just wasting your time? And I was mm -hmm. like, huh, that's a very good point. So. I that's Pops when I, for the win. Pops for the win. 
Yeah. And like, he is a business owner as well. So he being a lot like has that experience and knows those things of like, if people want something from his business, he's not just going to go meet with them for free and give them all this information. Like you have to pay to get stuff from someone's business and that's just how it is. And so, Yeah. yeah, what you said is like literally from my brain to words on why I and, decided and also from pop's mouth too right yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm glad i'm in alignment with your dad um so i want to give you the next step right because the next step is doing those group kind of calls so right because your time eventually is going to run out and this is what i love to talk about people that are taking action we can coach you if you haven't done anything, there's not much we can do, right? We, we, we mm-hmm. see the people in the comments and, you know, I, I do have compassion for those of you who are, you know, not able to get started or you're feeling skeptical or you're frustrated or whatever. But folks, listen, remember, this is entrepreneur school. This is not employee school. Okay. This is not, I'm not the CEO of Walmart and we're not going to, and I'm just, listen, hear me out. I know this is tough talk. I know this is not what you you expect from your employer or whatever. But remember, I'm not your employer. I'm not your boss. You hired me to be a coach. And what I'm here to tell all of you who are listening is, is that this is going to be hard. There's going to be things that you didn't expect. And, 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 and if, you're, if you're frustrated or it is... It is. I, I talked about this on the decade in a day the other day. This is for all the people who actually are investing in their training, going and going through the blueprints, and and learning how to do this stuff, learning how to set things up. Right? I said on the decade in a day the other day. I said, initiative is greater than entitlement. Right? Entitlement is what what I had as an employee. You know, I expected certain things from my employer. I expected, you know, that if I was if I showed up on time, I was going to get paid. Well, as the business owner, I can show up on time every single day, come and sit in my chair. And if I expect you to buy from me, I'm going to be a very broke man. <laughs> but if I take the initiative to provide value, I take the initiative to try. You know, we have a lot of people who, who they say, well, I'm, I'm failing or it was a scam or whatever. And they didn't even do anything. They didn't even try. They didn't even try. You know, I went to, for, for many people who own the blueprints, we had a, a mastermind and there was a bunch of people sitting in the room and some didn't know where to start, didn't know what to do. And I pulled up the business blueprint and I, and I, the, the exact questions that they had, they were answered in exact modules right there on the page, you know. And that's where the initiative is greater than entitlement, you know, to take the initiative. Also, I've got a question. Okay, let me take the initiative to try to f- solve the problem. What what skills are examples of things, Morgan, that you're doing that maybe, for example, is a test? Like you don't, don't know how it's going to work or you didn't know how it was going to go. And you were this close to not doing it, um, but you went ahead and did it anyways. And you realized that there was no, really even no blood, sweat, or tears involved in it. It was just a, a small mental hurdle or even maybe a large mental hurdle that you had to overcome. Talk to us a little bit about your initiative versus entitlement and how that might apply to your journey so far. Yeah, so... There's a couple things, honestly, that I could like relate to that and and put towards an answer for that question. But I know right at the beginning when I was first trying to like get everything set up, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to promote, what I wanted to do, how I wanted to grow it. I knew I wasn't necessarily wanting to go with like paid advertisements in the beginning because I just did that like financial risk of it just like putting so much in and it not working. So I was like, okay, well, we're just going to have to go organic and run with it and see what happens. Um, And in the beginning, honestly, I've had a lot of experience in social media. I used to do YouTube and like grew that really pretty well when I was a lot younger. And like, I had a lot of knowledge and research done on algorithms, social media, how it grows, different platforms and everything. Um, 
but like in the beginning of everything you have to just keep going and being consistent with it and there were days where like nothing would blow up or nothing would get views or comments or any type of engagement and i'm like okay well maybe this is just not like the niche that I should promote in, or maybe this isn't for me, or maybe it's not going to work out. But then like you collect yourself and you realize, and just from what I've learned is like, when you're starting out with a new account, you have to just keep posting and being consistent because it's not like your account has been there for years and it's flooded different areas of the platform. So like that's just something that I've learned that the more you post, the more you're consistent, the more you just stay true to what you have that gut feeling of like, this is what I want to do and I'm going to make it work no matter what, then like just keep posting to allow yourself to get embedded into the platform basically. Cause if I post one video and I don't post again because it didn't blow up, well, it, I'm not going to go anywhere <laughs> because yeah. no ever going to see my face again. Like I might get 200 people that see a video of mine and they see my face and then they never see anything again. Cause that one didn't perform well and I just gave up. So, yeah. um, I think that answers the question a little bit. Um, yeah, but well, you can't, you can't get anywhere unless you are actively working in your business and doing something every day. And I hope you don't mind that I do this, but, um, I was, I was, I'm going to, I'm going to try to protect your information there. Um, I've got your account pulled up. Can you see this? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm hiding your, your sensitive information there, but June 4th, look at, as I go through, these are just simply your logins to our, to our back office. Okay. Now you've got your business up and running fourth, third, second, first, May 31st, 29th, 27th, 27th, 26th, 24th, 23, 22, 21, 18, 18th, May 17th, May 16th. Look at this, folks. Every single day, Morgan is logging in. Morgan is, I don't know exactly. Right. I mean, we don't have to get into every single one of these login attempts, what you're doing. But my point here is, is that you are engaged. You are like engaged. You're not, you know, disappearing off for weeks on end. I mean, you're logging back into our back office every day to either watch some sort of training, to check some sort of, you know, statistic or something. And you're, it, from what I, the evidence shows, plus you've invested in your education, you've bought the blueprints, you've done all the things, you're taking advice from your dad, like you're sharing humbly with your, with your, with your dad. So somehow you're finding a way to communicate humbly and asking for support. I, I mean, I see so many people every day with all sorts of different levels of effort and all sorts of different levels of you know, participation in their own success. What's your viewpoint on if you're going to be successful with this, what is it going to take like from the day to day, as well as the long-term commitment? Like what, how do you see it? What, what are you saying to yourself right now? Well, I am someone who is like a very big planner and I've found that it can be good and bad, especially with this, because you can plan for something, especially in the online realm, and it can completely just crash and burn and your plan just goes in the trash. Um, and you have to then figure it out. You have to solve the problem that didn't necessarily go to plan. And you have to then create new steps. And like, it's just, just consistency with everything and like knowing that for me knowing that even if it didn't go crazy or blow up in the very beginning as long as i continue learning and i'm continuing to research how things grow because platforms especially tiktok i've been learning will change their algorithm like you never know they could change it every week they could change it every day they could leave the algorithm going for a month like it literally is always changing and so if you are stuck in 
a year ago of how TikTok worked a year ago and you're not up to date with how it's working now or what's being pushed now, um, there's always a way that no matter what your niche is or what you're deciding to create videos around, there's always a way for it to be able to blow up and be promoted from the uh, platform itself. Mm. You just have to figure it out and research it and learn it. So I guess like my biggest focus is like just learning and staying up to date with what's working and like realizing that and taking either mental note or physical note. I'm a big note taker and I like to write things down and see it in front of me of like what has and hasn't worked for me. Mm. So all the DMS and everything. Yeah. It worked for me for a while, but now I have literally like probably three or four hard scrolls down my DMS to get to the bottom of the amount of people that I've talked to. And honestly, probably a fourth of them, if that have actually taken action and started to learn what and apply what I've told them. So a lot of it was, even though I'm excited and I'm happy to help people because I truly am like someone who just wants to be able to help as many people as possible. That's why I got into personal training, but it is a waste of time, especially if you're putting all that time into it. And then they're like, uh, no, that's okay. And then they just like, don't respond to you or they're not taking to heart what you're truly teaching them that could change their life. And so just learning from that and learning, okay, well now I have 10 times the amount of people that I had in the beginning and yeah, it's still exciting, but it takes a lot of time and I need to put some more value to my time. So just look from your own experience and others as well. It's one of my favorite things to do is design my business and design my life. And I never thought that was possible, but today my life is exactly what I want it to be. Every minute spent doing exactly what I want to do with who I want to do it with. And, uh, that takes some time that took some time to get there, but it all, but it, but it really is about what you just said, designing my life in designing my business. And a lot of us don't realize that we have that freedom when we start this, that if something's not working, we can change it and design it to work for us. You know, um, here's a really simple example. Well, I've got kids in another job, so I do this at 8 p.m. to 9.30 every night. That's a very simple example of how you're designing your time. You're designing your schedule. But there's so many more ways, so many creative ways. And one of the reasons why I love marketing so much is because I'm constantly on on a mission to try to see if I can do something easier. Or if I can do something simpler, or if I can get a bigger result with less effort, I'm I'm constant because I've already discovered the big life secret that money is not attached to time. That's the big secret I discovered several years ago that a lot of people still believe that an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. People really actually believe that that's how the world works. It's not. That's not how the world works. That's how your that's how somebody taught you that their world works. But that's not how the world works. The world works in ways that a billionaire's wealth can go up another billion 24 hours or 3 billion or 5 or 10 billion. I can make $100,000 in a day or more from the internet. I mean and I have Right. I can also make $10 a day if I choose to not take the initiative to ask the questions, how can I get this to work better? And Morgan, what I see, this is just what I see, is folks will run into that first challenge that, you know, say it's like setting up the funnel builder or something and just lay down, you know, just lay down and just say, Ah, I can't get through this. I'm just, and I don't believe that they're lazy people. I believe that they're bad people. But what are you telling people out there who, because this is not just in legendary. I've, I have a, I have a, uh, I have a family member who's a, um, who's a coordinator with a university and they provide the education and so forth. And the students behave the same way there. So it's not legendary. It's not online programs. Human beings be- behave the same way. 
uh, no matter what sort of, you know, thing they're going or, or doing, it's hard for humans to just follow through with things and, and not to, so what are you, what are you, what sort of things are you saying to people that are not shaming? Cause I don't want to shame people. I want to teach people, but we got to shake them a little bit and we got to let them realize and, and give them some straight talk and say, I ain't your boss. I ain't your mama. And this is a different game than your J-O-B. Yeah, I just, a lot of people I feel like just aren't necessarily like with the mindset of problem solving or figuring out something on their own. And like, yeah. that's not to their fault or uh, maybe they don't even realize that's how their mindset was wired. It's just the way that people are raised or how they grow up and just their different life experience literally mold and shape how they act, how they respond to things. It's literally how their mindset is wired. And it's not to say like they're the way they was, were raised was to their fault of their parents or the guardian or however they grew up. But like our mindset can change. We just have to, it's almost like I like to be very visual with things. And I think about like, if someone has like blinders on and they like just can't even see that their mindset is one way and they could be so much better off if it, if it were a different way. But it's like you said with like just shaking them, it's like if we shake them, maybe those blinders will just like fall off and they'll be able to see like, oh my gosh, I've been living in this state of like almost hypnosis to the mindset that I've had my whole life. And yeah, it's true. time to like, hello, snap out of your hypnosis and like change that mindset and just do a complete 180 and go the opposite direction. And like, I've been fortunate enough to um, have parents that have taught me like problem solve, like figure it out. And like, not that they didn't help me with things, but like that was there helping me in right. showing me how to um, problem solve, how to, okay, you want to go, buy that new toy at 10 years old well go clean up some rocks from outside and i'll pay you this much so you can go buy that toy so like little things of like okay figure it out well how can i get this toy okay well i need to make 10 bucks so that i can go buy this toy just even growing up having that little tiny teaching moment ingrained in you and i like i said i'm so fortunate to be able to have that and i know that there's a lot of people that haven't been able to have that and that's not to their fault but now being able to have those blinders off and realize okay let me figure it out and let me problem solve that it's just it's a whole mindset thing i know that's talked a lot about within like the training and everything with legendary which was just a reminder for me whenever i went through it all but it's all in your mindset and it's all just being able to problem solve and figure it out i didn't honestly feel a hundred percent certain about starting to build a funnel or an email list when I first started, I was like, this is a lot and this is crazy. And I was like, okay, but I know I did the blueprints and I know within the blueprints somewhere and the decade in a day, I remember they showed me how to set it up. So I'm just going to go back, take the little bit of extra time, rewatch. Mm -hmm. And yeah. even like, I honestly had the decade in a day replay on one side of my screen and my funnel ready to get set up on the other side of my screen. And I would play, I would watch a step, I would pause and I would apply it. And then I would play yeah. again. I would pause, take the step and apply it. And like, you just have to figure out how to follow steps and problem solve. And like, that's really, it can work in anything in life. Yeah, it really can. And, and there is no rules about how you learn and how you apply things. I think also sometimes maybe we don't want to cheat or whatever. Um, and it's like, there's no cheating. There's, there's yeah. no rules. You know, there, there's a lot of people who I see come into our, our groups or wherever. And they ask like, should I reply to people's comments? Should I, what should I do if they like my posts? And it's like, there are no rules. Like our education is, 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 is clear and it's specific except in certain areas where we, where, where we purposefully leave it sort of ambiguous because we have to have a little flexibility and you entrepreneurs and marketers have to have the, the, you can't be so rigid 
uh, a, a mentor of mine when I was young, just getting clean, said, Dave, and he was trying to help me stay clean from heroin, not set up a funnel. He said, Dave, you, a, a rigid person is brittle. They flake, they break. You got to be flexible, buddy. You got to be able to adjust. If you find yourself in a situation that's uncomfortable, you can't freeze up and go into analysis paralysis and not do anything because guess what? You're probably going to have a needle in your arm here in the next hour, right? That was what he was telling me. You have to be flexible. You have to, if you're in a place that's uncomfortable that you're at, you got to pick up a phone. Hey, I got to go to the bathroom. I, I need to remain, you know, to where I can move, think, Mm-hmm. And, the, and the same is true. I got to be able to, if I'm going through a, a, a section, I'm setting up my funnel or something like that. I need to not let it dominate me and become rigid, but I got to stay flexible knowing that, hey, there's no rules. And, 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 and I can get this if I ask or if I keep trying or if I rewatch it again, or if I walk away for 20 minutes and come back. All these little simple self-care tools are really helpful. That's why we try to talk about them a lot. Um, but also the 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 um, you know the 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 mindset is so important around this because um, you know if I let something throw me off and in and, and turn me into a spiral of self-criticism, then where am I going to end up? I'm going to end up thinking, feeling like the world is on top of me instead of I'm, I'm on top of the world. And I found that a confident person, like the number one thing um, that can help us be successful outside of you know marketing skills is confidence, self-esteem, confidence, because people believe you more when you say what you say confidently. That's where the word con man came from. <laughs> I mean, because... All these con men from back in the years were com- were, they were they were so confident uh, they would open up their their uh, you know their their jackets and they'd have all the wares or they'd be doing the card tricks and you run into them in big cities people who are super confident on the side of the street doing these little kind of things but you get your ass took if you're not careful right so um, we have to use our powers for good right we have to use our powers for good. Because people will listen to us if if we're confident. Uh, people will listen to us if we're you know if we're direct. And so I tend to believe that those skill sets, working on that in the beginning, overcoming your challenges and building up your mindset, is actually more important than getting good at all the skills because those are things you can learn any anytime. Those are not particularly going to take you out. This will though. Do you agree with that, Morgan? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, amazing. Last question. I only see about seven or 8,000 followers on your TikTok. Do you have to have a massive following to start getting traffic leads and sales and actually start to establish your business? Well, from my experience, not at all. (laughs) I mean, massive, like up in the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I think that's how people define massive, not five to 10,000. No, definitely not. And I've had a lot of people even ask me that question, like, okay, if I want to get started with this, great. I don't have a lot of followers. Am I even going to be able to see success? And the number one thing that I tell them is what literally helps people grow on social media, maybe not so much on TikTok, because TikTok is about being good at both quality and quantity. But in general on social media your quality and like your ability to push out quality content and quality responses to people will take precedence over the quantity of it so i just tell that to people it's all about quality over quantity so if you have like maybe a thousand followers it doesn't matter because if you're creating that quality content and teaching people like your quality will generate quality back to you because if you have 100,000 followers, well, maybe they just followed you because you had one video randomly blow up, mm. but you have maybe 50,000 people that aren't serious quality leads contacting right. you in your time with them. But you could have 50 quality leads of people that are truly serious about learning 
And then that's 50 people that are actually wanting to buy into that learning or buy into whatever you're promoting versus just wasting your time on those hundred thousand that aren't quality leads. So I honestly, mm -hmm. from what I've learned, I don't have tens of thousands of followers yet and I'm slowly growing there, but I've found even in my times of like, oh my gosh, it's not growing fast. I want to grow faster. It's not so much about growing fast and about having that huge amount of following because in at the end of the day, if you are growing a little bit slower and what I found is you're creating a community of people that trust you and that are actually staying there with you to learn from you. And so that yeah. smaller amount, that smaller community, it will continue to grow and you'll get more and more people, but it's okay if it's a little slower because you're creating quality first and establishing that good quality foundation. Yeah. Man, that's true. That is so true. There was a there was a concept or a, maybe it was a course or something, but it was a, it was a good it was a good theory and I think it proved to point several years ago some there was a there was a um thing called a thousand raving fans you can build a there was there was somebody who's who was talking about that a lot and i tend i tend to believe that i tend to believe that you can you can build a business with less than that with with a couple of hundred even a couple of dozen raising raving fans um you know i think we put too much value on vanity I think we put too much value on numbers. How big are they? My followers are not, you know, my followers are, are not, um, you know, we start to just, again, criticize and compare ourselves to others instead of leaning in and focusing on those people who are listening. And that's one of the things that I agree with Gary Vee about. He's been saying this for over a decade, that even if you got one person on, even if you got one subscriber right? You got one person who's listening, give everything to that person because how you do it for that one person is how you're going to do it for that 1000 people and that 100,000 people. And I see a lot of people who think they they think that, you know, well, I'm going to do it a certain way now that, that when I got 500 followers or five followers, and then when I have a hundred thousand followers, then I'll be somebody different. And it's like, that's not how it works. You be the person, you be the content creator and marketer that has a hundred thousand followers before you have that hundred thousand followers. You act as if you already have that and you deliver content as if a hundred thousand people are watching it if that's what you want. And and, mm -hmm. and Jonathan, I see every comment that comes through. He he disagrees with something that I, I said. I I think it's uh that your mindset is more important than your skills. Well, here's the the good news is you can go out and create results and come back and be a guest on this show and you can have the limelight and you can tell us how it is right now, though, based on tens of thousands of students that I've worked with over the past over 10 years. Um, I see people's mindset taking them out every day, all day. And if any one of you, including Jonathan, is not careful about your mindset, it'll take you out too. Just like it's almost taken me out before. We got to be real careful about how cocky we are about what we think or believe is true and right about this business because capitalism has a weird way of knocking us right off of our pedestal. Um, but, you know, I, I really... I really hope that everybody hears this one thing. If you didn't hear anything else today, um, is that yeah, quality versus quantity, not in the, but I love how you said it, Morgan. It's the, if I've got one or two followers, let me give them everything that I got. Let me give them everything that I got instead of the 10 or, or thinking that I need 10,000 or 20,000 before I can really show up and I can really give everybody the best. That is a lie that we tell ourselves that is bullshit. Right. And it never, that is the fantasy, you know, success at its best. We have to somehow figure out a way to begin to become a sex successful, not a successful, a successful entrepreneur in our mind before we actually become it physically, because we attract, like you said, what we put out there into the world. We put out quality content. We are going to attract quality responses in quality people. 
Um, But if we're putting out crap and we're only focused on, and that's a hard pill to swallow, uh, Morgan, that people say, well, my TikToks are not taking off or my content's not taking it off, taking off. Well, to say maybe it sucks and it needs to get better and that's okay. That's okay. It's like we're so afraid to suck at the beginning. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like it's okay just to suck. It's okay for your content just to suck and not be good at the beginning. And we need to give ourselves permission while training our brain to become the successful entrepreneurs, meaning that we sort of begin to act as if we're already successful. And that's a difficult thing, right? Because we're managing reality and we're managing what we want to happen, i.e. our vision. That's what this is called that I'm speaking about. It's called your vision. And if you're not out there every day speaking your vision confidently, not arrogantly, but confidently, it doesn't matter if you have 100,000 followers, they're probably not going to take much action because they're already skeptical. And if you sound or seem skeptical about what you're doing, double whammy, they're gone, Mm. right? So we have to pull up, put out that quality. And what do you need to feel confident? Well, each one of us needs a little something different to feel confident. Some of you need to have every single piece of information and it needs to be perfect before you can sound confident. Well, that is a recipe for failure. So if that's you, begin to work on that perfectionism. Others are are a little bit more flexible, willing to kind of take a risk and put some things out there. And then there's others who are maybe like Morgan, who are a little bit more flexible and a lot more willing to try new things. And that's okay. We just need to get ourselves in some form of that flexibility to where we realize that, look, I got to put out quality stuff. And regardless of the response that I get, I need to begin to cast my vision, believe my vision. And actually begin to speak my vision because guess what? If I don't believe what I'm saying, nobody else is going to believe it either. And that's the tightrope that we as new entrepreneurs walk. And that's why I say it's a mindset thing. Because I have worked with broken funnels. I've worked with shitty funnels, horrible bridge pages, landing pages that hardly said anything. I've had it all over the past decade. But as long as the content that I said, spoke, taught, educated, or entertained people with previous of getting into the funnel, as long as that content was on point and created enough curiosity or value, they would go into the funnel and they would go through the process. But if that content at the, and that's why affiliate marketers are, or our original ads are so important because that's the first touch. That's the first thing they see or hear. And that's why you as an affiliate, it's, it's, it's important. You're, you're the, you're the first thing they see or learn out there about that, about that particular product. But, but more importantly, what if they've already seen that product before it is your attitude and energy that's going to stop them as they're scrolling, right? That confidence or something that you say, something that's quality that you put out versus all the other, um, lackluster pieces of content out there. Um, Do you believe what I believe in the sense that it's actually easy to succeed out there, Morgan, because most people are not willing to do the work? I do. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say easy, but it's extremely achievable if you're back that whole mindset thing. And I know we just keep relaying that over and over, but that is literally the number one thing from what I've learned. Like I can also just speak for anybody that is also a perfectionist and like, isn't like to their true nature, isn't very flexible all the time. And I truly am someone who has been a perfectionist and who likes plans and doesn't like when plans change or like I wasn't as flexible, but I learned along the way and like over years of just growing up and like I know I'm only 22 and I don't have like all these years under my belt yet but I've learned to be able to turn off that perfectionist button like a light switch basically and just Mm. be able to be flexible like I've had to force myself to be flexible and to realize that my level or my view of perfectionism 
isn't going to be the same as everybody else's. So I could put out a video that I'm like, oh, not every single millisecond of it is exactly perfect the way that I want it to be in my eyes. But to almost everybody else, it could look like an extremely amazing quality, good, perfect piece of content because they're not yeah. looking those little minuscule things that I'm noticing. It's it goes back to the same thing of what I tell my clients too in personal training. You are your yeah. own worst critic. You're the one that sees your body every single day. And so the little tiny things that you're picking out that you don't like or that you want to change, I hate Nobody. to break it. No one else sees it. <laughs> and like and I have to tell myself that too. There's days where I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I hate this about my body or I hate this about my progress in something but like no one else sees it it's just me yeah. so you're your own worst critic no matter what it is that you're criticizing about yourself or, or your work and and you know one thing that i've started to do over the last few years as i've i've really kind of learned about how hard i've been on myself and how hard others have been on me too in life um in certain periods of my life um is is really really try to be gentle with myself you know, really, really try to be gentle with myself. Um, because I think our biggest, when we talk about mindset and I absolutely continue, will will go to my grave with your mindset being the, the, the most important and most difficult thing to overcome. You know, I've talked about the mechanics and the dynamics here for nearly a decade. And in this industry, everybody thinks that what you have to have, what they need to learn is the mechanics. It's like, well, show me how to set up a funnel and I just need somebody to sit down with me and, you know, help me point and click step by step. And there's somebody watching this right now who was like, yeah, Dave, that's exactly what I need. And it's like, well, that's a, that's available. We we you can email us and and uh, we'll do that for you. Drew is one of our marketing coaches, and you can email him, Drew at legendarymarketer.com, and uh, he'll get on for a, a small fee or a reasonable fee and help you set things up. But um, also, what I encourage you to do is learn how to set it up yourself. <laughs> you know, um, I'd love to sell you coaching, and I mean, I I we could sell coaching all day long here. You know, uh, and we do. We just prefer to push people into our, 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 our video programs because then they got to learn how to do it themselves, you know, and everybody thinks they need the mechanics until they run up face to face with those dynamics, meaning that mindset and all your limiting beliefs. Um, your mindset can get you through city setting up funnels and learning skills, but your skills cannot help you overcome, um, a broken mindset. You know, it, it just, it can't do it. I've seen wildly skilled people who, who, um, I mean, they, they can't overcome their, their limiting beliefs or their addictions, you know, they self-sabotage. So this mindset piece is the big piece of the iceberg that, that we don't see and nobody talks about. It's one of the reasons why we talk about it so much. It's one of the reasons why I uh, challenged, let me show everybody this, because I also want to shout this gentleman out. Um, Troy, Troy Boris over the weekend was inside of our legendary business blueprints group. And he said, about to give up on ClickFunnels and go and look for another site. I've been trying for three days to set up an account and can't get past second page. Hit button to make payment. It says I didn't fill in the username and first step. Um, go back and it's always there. Have attempted at least 10 to 20 times a day for the last three days and can never get a hold of customer support. Ideas, please. Now, Troy is simply trying to buy funnels. He's not even inside setting it up yet. He's just trying to buy it. And something is wrong somewhere. I don't know what it is. But what I do know is that we refer we we refer people to ClickFunnels every day, you know, here at Legendary by the hundreds. They've got a hundred thousand customers. They're good at converting sales. So I had a feeling that it may be on on Troy's side. And this is a mindset thing about to give up. Okay. There's no skills involved in this. This is a mindset thing about to so remember this is a legendary business blueprints member too. So I took it upon myself to come in here and, and, and talk to Troy. I said, Troy, I've never heard of a person not being able to simply sign up and buy ClickFunnels, brother. They have over 100,000 active clients, and we send clients every day who sign up. With all due respect, if I was you, I would at least consider the fact it might be on your end. And instead of running away from the problem, 
solve it. Don't complain about it. Don't tell anyone how hard it is. Just figure it out as long as it takes until you win. Not ClickFunnels or anyone else. Don't give up and don't complain publicly until you win. Then go tell everyone how you overcame the challenge and how you can help them overcome it too because that's what entrepreneurship is all about. That's how you make money online or just move on to the next one and the next one. I believe in you and that you can solve this, right? And, and, and he came back. He said, wow, man, I appreciate the pep talk. It's amazing to me that the owner of a multi-million dollar company would reach out with advice and encouragement. Thank you for showing me, you know, F legendary B, you know, F average B legendary. And I, I just said, look, dude, I'm no different than you are. Someone believed in me. I'm simply passing that on and thankfully getting paid for it. Um, but here's what's most important is the next day he comes back in. And he posts in our business blueprints group, had a small relapse this afternoon, went back into making excuses for something that wasn't working for me instead of putting my head down and powering through with resolve that I could overcome that obstacle. Dave reached out with encouragement and belief in me to get my head right and back in the game. Nowhere else will you get support like that. It's just punctuated for me that Legendary Marketer is the program that will allow me to achieve my dreams. F, F average be legendary. So why did I share that with you all? And we'll wrap up here in just a minute and we'll let Morgan go as well. But I thought that was important. And I also wanted to shout out Troy because Troy was right in a scenario that many of us are in every single day where we're having some challenge and we're about to give up, about to give up. And here's the cold, hard truth that nobody's told you before is nobody really gives a shit if you give up. The world's a cold place. The world is going to move on and they're going to buy from somebody else. Nobody's going to come and rescue you. Nobody's going to usually come and encourage you even. I can't encourage everybody, but when I see something like that, I'll come in and I'll take the time to respond if I can. And for me, that is the greatest gift that somebody can give another person is just to believe in them. It's just to encourage them. And that, Troy had no, it's not a skill thing. He probably is a skilled, you know, professional or tradesman. I would think he's probably done a lot of things in his life that he's good at and skilled at. It's a mindset thing. And you always know it's a mindset thing when somebody says, I'm about to give up. That's fine. What are you telling me for? Just give up, right? I mean, a lot of us want somebody to come and save us and we want to be the victim. So we're always like, I'm about to give up because we, when we do that, usually people come running, but we got to stop doing that. We got to stop doing that because the wrong people are coming to run. Troy just so happened to enroll in a program where I gave him some real talk and he responded to it. He could have just as easily, Morgan, and you know this too, you've probably confronted clients. He probably could have said, F you, Dave, I'm out of here. But he took that in. And, you know, that's what this is all about. And, you know, thank you this morning for, I know I ranted on there with, with that, those examples and so forth, but thanks for shedding light on that for us this morning, Morgan, and reminding us how important it is to, you know, stay mentally sharp and strong and work out our mindset as much as we work out our physical body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And the, the final word goes to you. What would you like to leave people with this morning? Um, I'd honestly like to just say that that whole thing of working out your mindset and working out your body and working out everything goes all back to why I named my basically my business Wealth Beyond Boundaries because it's wealth is in so many different areas. And so if you're just focus on wealth in the financial aspect of what the world has created wealth to look like, then yeah, you might get some financial wealth, but you could be really suffering physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually in every aspect, except for that financial and like finances won't fix everything. Yeah, they can buy a bunch of stuff and everything, but you have to work on those other things as well as your financial wealth to be thriving and be successful and just be living truly the way that we're meant to live in all areas, being healthy and strong and just living wealthy in every aspect of your life. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I agree. Um, so often we go to do just nothing but physical fitness, but we, we, you know, we neglect all those other parts of the emotional, the mental, and, and even the spiritual, uh, side of things. So thanks a lot for coming on Morgan. Tell your pops, we said hello and come back and see us for a round two, if you would. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right, my friends. Uh, wow. You know, it, it never, it never, um, you know, it never, uh, it never surprises me. It never, it never, I, I just, I'm always, I'm always in constant awe of just the people who are in this community and, and each one of you, um, is, 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 is meaningful to this community. And I know that this is a little bit, sometimes I can get a little bit rough or raw around the edges with things that I say. And, and it may feel like it's coming across in a, in a, in a, in a way that I don't care or a way that's, I, I hope it doesn't because for each one of you, um, I want nothing but the most success and the most happiness. Uh, when I meet you all at the, at the events and you tell me about, I mean, you know, a lot of you have become my friends and I've tried so many different things over the years, you know, to try to encourage and empower others. And I think just sometimes now in my old age or older age, um, I just, you know, I just shoot it a lot more straight. And and so if you're if you're new on this show and you're just kind of listening in and tuning in to some of the things that I say and we say every morning, um, like Troy did, just take it in. Just sit with it for a minute. And the way that I look at things to decide whether I need to just like I need to just leave all that right down on the table and not it doesn't apply to me or I need to really take a look at it. If it does bother me a little bit, if it does move my stomach or my gut a little bit or, or it makes me angry even. Sometimes I need to take a look at that because I know that I haven't had a whole lot of people in my life who have been willing to look me in the eye and tell me the truth, even when it was uncomfortable, even when it was ugly, even when it didn't, even when it made the messenger look bad. And so I also feel like I'm at a, a place in my career where I'm okay just giving it to you how I think that it is. And if you like it, cool, chill, stay, let's grow. If you don't, peace. There's so many different gurus and goblins out there. We can all find exactly what we're looking for. But what we're looking for here is not average. It's legendary. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Peace.